I'm spent. After three nights in the fantasy suite, whew, I'm worn out. I uh, made the comment last night, that really is a lot, right? Like, I kind of feel bad for Becca. <laughs> She's really getting sloppy thirds I mean, I here. Feel like yeah. Starts off strong with Kendall, doing all right with Lauren B. By the time yeah. it rolls around to Becca, they're like, hey, She's here's this yurt. Yeah. I had sex <laughs> two nights in a row. With two other different women. Uh, yeah, you're going to be in a tent in yeah. the desert. I'm just saying, I feel like it probably wasn't an A-plus performance. Right. Well, uh, I mean, Courtney claimed that he's the best she's ever had. Maybe he can rise to the occasion three nights in a row. hey oh. Is it literally... Three nights in a row. Like, I don't know the schedule. Literally. Literally. Um, or there's no time in between for him no, to I ice think... his groin or anything. <laughs> That's what happens when you have sex three times in a Right, week. yeah. So I've been told. <laughs> uh, I would guess that it is one week and that maybe it's like a Monday, Wednesday, Saturday schedule. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. How does it work? Who knows? Yeah, it's one of the many unanswered questions that we have. Um, but speaking of answered questions, which and, I was not. And unanswered <laughs> questions. Um, first, we have to deal with the whole women tell all We're going to show. Br- briefly, mm-hmm. we're going to try to breeze through this yeah. WTA, guys. Yeah, let's hit some of the highlights. John Cena was there. Highlight. Um, um, the... Ping, the taxidermy duck, was not there. What's what the fuck? Well, I guess Kendall wasn't there, so you yeah. Yeah, that all right. Fair I enough. mean, Ping was in the fantasy suite Still just feel waiting. Like Ping could have made an appearance. <laughs> Ping was in the fantasy suite with his corkscrew penis. <laughs> Ducks have a corkscrew shaped penis. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's why they because there's duck gang bangs. Yeah, in the yeah, spring. Unfortunate. Yeah. Did that happen at your late? That wasn't in Purdue, was it? I think that was in Charleston. Mm. We were all ha- college times. We we're all yeah, hanging out hanging at out. Uh, Col- just you know chilling Colonial Lake, Charleston style. Yeah, you um, and the gang from uh, <laughs> what is that show called? Southern, Southern Charmed. Charmed. Yeah. It was- Me, it SC was gang. Patricia, Whitney, Cameron. Was your friend, friend Sarah there? Sarah Kilby. Mm-hmm. Sarah Kilby might remember this. Phone in if you remember, since it's a radio show. Um, a live radio show. Anyway, we were talking. Somebody was like, yeah, ducks rape each other. Like, that's how they have sex. And so we were all like, that's not true. And then, like, two seconds later, this terrible, like, duck raping goes no, down. No. <laughs> that's extremely <laughs> Have upsetting. you ever witnessed it? No, I've it's never pretty seen vicious. it. Yeah. Like, all of the male ducks just like cornered this oh, poor man and she was yeah. like wah, wah, wah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway anyways yeah. okay boy that took a turn <laughs> the animal kingdom is not for the faint of heart uh, folks. just a quick side note cats have a spiked penis I, I knew that as well, yeah. This um, might be an interesting podcast. Yeah, actually, this is going to be a science Spin-off. corner. Yeah, different animal penises. <laughs> um, we'll uh, deal with that in more detail. Um, okay, so uh, dealing with the women tell all, um, it was amazing how many of these women I had forgotten. 
Yeah, that always happens where you're like, who are you? Well, and the crowd went nuts for Jenna. Mm-hmm. I feel like I barely remember who that Jenna's is. Jenna's the crazy one who was like... You're going to have to be more specific. You know, she like, they had a real sexual relationship. She was like going ham on Ari when Bibiana set up the... Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. She's blonde. She's had like crazy eyes. Again, she was you're going to have to be more specific. No, All I'm, of these descriptions. Oh, well, yeah. No, I mean, I... Um, do you not remember? No, I remember the okay, Bibiana so. thing. Yeah. Yep. She was she was crazy in a way that none of the other girls were. Okay. I mean, I don't, okay. what do you want me to say? No, we're good. Well, you know Maybe what? you should look her up. I care little about it. Did let's you, get let's move forward. Here's a quarter glass. <laughs> All right. Bibiana's there. She does a mic drop when they introduce her. Good Whoa. intro. Good intro, Bibiana. Tia is there. My notes on Tia say quote get over yourself tia end quote <laughs> and then i put dash me just in case <laughs> right who was well you don't want to confuse I didn't that want to confuse witty. it as somebody else in the on the show saying, right get over yourself tia although i think i speak for everyone when i say everybody that. yeah the uh, whole the tia whole crew. better not end up the freaking bachelorette i will be pissed yeah would we can you ever consider a situation where we just wouldn't podcast we wouldn't watch if the, it was someone never, we disliked that will never happen right we're doing this until we die because this show will outlive us all it's been 80 years <laughs> that bachelor show burned down 15 years ago um all right the first note that I have is about the glam shaming. I want to, Can I throw something in real quick that uh, precedes that? Absolutely. So Harrison opens it up with, can I start on a serious note? When you found out when, that Ari was The Bachelor, how did you react? Whoa, way to go deep right off did the cuff. Did you think maybe he was going to mention like the Florida shooting? Right, or, yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> actual serious thing, nope. yeah. Nope. <laughs> Let's talk about how you feel about Ari. Because we also haven't discussed that yet. Right. Nobody knows. Hey, yeah. We certainly didn't have a whole premiere that of them talking entirely <laughs> about how they felt when they found out that Ari was The Bachelor. Uh, um, but to I the do gl- want to talk about a serious thing, though. Okay. Glam shaming. Glam shaming. It's a big problem. I was really enamored with the way the show handled it when it seemed like a joke. Not so much now that they're actually... Like, Marique was crying. Right. She had legitimate tears in her eyes because Harrison brings up the glam shaming, asks her, did she feel glam shamed? I agree with Brittany, who screams in a frustrated voice, that's not a thing. It's not a thing. That, you agree then Twitter with... Twitter agreed with us Yeah, too. we put Marique. out a Twitter poll. Great response, guys. Um, almost 80% of you said in one form or fashion that it was not a real thing. And I um, feel like, uh, uh, who is it? Not Becca. Who's, who's Chelsea? Chelsea. Thank you. Uh, tries to like make it funny cause she brings a little comedy. That was like sweet. Yeah. Monique looks like she's about to like kill her. Right. No, I know. Just burst into tears. Yeah. No, I thought that Chelsea, and I'm not a, a huge Marie Chelsea needs fan. needs to get over herself. Yeah, just like we together. got a lot of people. We got a whole list of people that need to get over themselves. Let's get going. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it's ridiculous. I mean, there, we don't even need to give any more lip service to this notion of glam shaming. Um, All right. If you've been glam shamed, please tell someone. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, Tia and Becca fight about whether or not Becca was ready for marriage. I actually felt like Becca came out the victor Agreed. in this fight. Agreed. Tia just seemed really petty. And, you know, I thought Becca made a really good point. I think this might be... Yeah, this is later in the show when she's in the hot seat. But she says, you know, there were other girls on the show who were 23, 24, right. 25. Nobody said boo about that. Like, right. somehow... Being 22 and the only one meant that all of this energy and focus was geared on that. And it just kind of sucked, I think, for her. Yeah. Well, she also basically said, like, that people make a bunch of stupid jokes, like that she can't go on the one-on-one date because she's past her curfew. Mm-hmm. I think she's been listening to our podcast. Like, like, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Like a pretty funny joke, Becca. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we made that joke and 15 uh, other of the buzzing. exact same yeah. jokes. <laughs> um, well, I, so the other thing is, I think she does make a really great point because I think that Lauren B is maybe 25. Um... Tia's not that old. Tia might be 26 or 20. I don't know. But regardless, he definitely had kept some women around who were equally young. Like, I feel like it would be one thing if he was keeping the 30-year-olds or like a 32-year-old. Right. He didn't. I don't even think there was a 32-year-old on the show. Yeah. So, like... I, I don't know. It's just a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. Well, and that's a good point, too, is like, was there legitimately a 37 year old woman for him to oh. choose on this show? I mean, there's no way. No right? way. So, yeah, I, I I thought Becca came out well here also. And I thought you're right. Tia seemed petty. And someone was like, well, Tia was just trying to protect our, or like, she was protective of his heart. Like, that's not her job. Right. You know, like, I think it really came into the forefront that, like, you don't need to tell Ari whether Becca's ready for marriage. Like, you don't know. It's not your job it's to guard and job. protect. That is... That's the guard and protect guy. Whose What's name his I've name? forgotten. <laughs> and whose name is irrelevant. Damn. Because he's the guard and protect guy. <laughs> In the helicopter. Um, I mean, I agree with you. I think that this is another reason why I don't want Tia as Bachelorette. Because she's petty AF. <laughs> Do kids say that, or do you always have to That's, say it as fuck? No, you say AF. Do you say AF? Yeah, petty, petty AF. AF. <laughs> um, all right, Crystal is there. Crystal's voice. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I did like one more thing that Becca says, which uh-huh. is, I'm sorry, I can't control that I was born in 1995. Yeah, things, things also born in 1995. Clueless, the movie Billy yeah. Madison. <laughs> I feel like it sounds worse when you put it that way. I agree. I think she should have said, I can't control that I was born in the mid-90s. Yeah, or just, I can't control that I'm 22. Mm -hmm. Because I think in people our age's minds, 22 still means you were born in the 80s. Like, that's just how I, you know, that's my assumption. Like, I still think of the 90s as being 10 years ago. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's 2020. Right. Well, that's like when our students say that they were born in the year 2000. Like that, I mean, it sounds like they were born three years ago. That's a science fiction. <laughs> we're teaching. Yeah, we're teaching toddlers. Okay, let's okay. Uh, let's move it along to Crystal, whose voice is one hundred percent different in the women tell all that gets commented on. And that was probably the best moment. Harrison, when that gets in fact, asks on. her to do the voice, and she's like, I, "I can't." She says she can't, but the second Ari gets on that couch, Hi. she's doing it. Hi, Ari. And actually, she did do the voice for a second. Yeah. She said, hi. 
Um, she also said that the reason why her voice sounded like that was because she lost her voice right before she went on the show. To which Harrison says, you were on the show for six weeks. Harrison was taking <coughs> zero shit Harrison in this episode. had zero patience for Crystal. <laughs> right. Did you see that there was a thing on Twitter where he had tweeted, like, sometimes even I've had enough. And it shows him just, like, drawing his hand across his throat, telling them to cut away from her when she was in the hot seat. Oh, no. Like, yeah. go to commercial. Right. <laughs> Man, you really have to uh, be annoying for Harrison to be like, that's it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like his inclination and their show inclination is always going to be to chase the drama. Uh, I mean, I do think that Harrison is a likable or, or tends to like most of them. I think that when he doesn't like you, he's kind of like Ari. Like, he doesn't really make any bones about right. it. Remember how he treated Juan Pablo in that final? Vaguely, I mean, yeah. he was really, like, clearly not on that guy's side. Done with him. You're donezo, Juan Pablo. Um... Harrison calls Crystal one of the most polarizing women in Bachelor history. Uh, We get a little more of the lost footage from the bowling date. We were having trouble figuring out. So we, they don't bleep out when she calls Arya fancy pants. (laughs) (laughs) Do you kiss your kids with that mouth or I guess your mother with that mouth? I think she also made a comment about him having a little dick. Yeah, of some kind. It was hard to tell. Yeah, hard to tell exactly what was going on. But yeah, she, uh, you know, Kendall and uh, Becca and Lauren can speak to that better than you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She made something. She made a comment that I think was beyond just like, he's an asshole. Sure, right. Something got bleeped. Yeah. It was hard to tell what was going on. Because what happens? Like somebody, there was... Because at first they just bleep it. And we were like, ah, she must have called him like an asshole or a shithead. And then for some reason it becomes clear. Right, because they're all talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of stuff that gets bleeped. Like she appears to have used an extremely derogatory term for the women. Like I don't know what all was going on, what was flying out of Crystal's Mm -hmm. mouth. And you can imagine it all in that voice, too. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has a small dick. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is not. First of all, that's not a good. All crystal. right. Let's hear your crystal. I don't want to. Okay. I've this is probably. I was going to say this is probably your last time to do it. Um, don't you want to go out on a bang? I don't do angry crystal. Well, they did. They brought up a great point, which is that angry crystal is an honest crystal. I yes. mean, that's what we've seen this entire time. Is that you know, calm crystal is just like annoying platitudes and then when she gets angry that's when the real crystal comes out you wouldn't like her when she's angry um caroline who speaks up a couple of times in the women tell all says uh at one point that she felt really vindicated watching the show because she said quote i was right the whole damn time you were so mean Mm -hmm. and i always think that that must be really satisfying when that happens when you're like i hate this person and maybe even The Bachelor or Bachelorette thinks that you're being petty. Right. And then the footage shows that you were just so right. Right. Like, That's got to be satisfying. Yeah. I would like footage of my enemies behaving in terrible <laughs> ways that I can just watch when I want to, like, you know, really have a good, like, satisfying hate enemies? watch. Um, at school? Chef Boyardee. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> he knows what he did. <laughs> 
Uh, I've got a long enemies list. Richard Nixon uh, and I have something in common in that way. I don't want to reveal my enemies on air because then they're going to know who they are. Yeah. And then they're not, then they're going to start watching their backs. They know. know. It is Spencer Pratt. (laughs) Um, I'll also say, piggybacking off your last point, Mm -hmm. that Ari said the same thing about Crystal that, like, when he watched the show, he realized how terrible she was. I always just think that must be terrible like yeah. must make you feel like such a dumbass right because that and uh, that's not just on ari like that happens every single sure. season but they rarely comment on it so blatantly he said you know looking back our goodbye felt cold to me and he was like looking back now i feel it was pretty appropriate and you know it sucks to see how you actually were to how you were with me and, you know, it just, it seems like they rarely actually acknowledge that mm-hmm. that was the case. I feel like usually, too, the villain is a lot more apologetic. Right. They're trying to do Props like a... Re- to Crystal, who was basically like, fuck all right. y'all. Like, I stand by what I did. <laughs> right. I stand no by apologies. what I said. I, she basically gets real pissed off about the bowling date again. Like, right. the women tell all. <laughs> It's, it's, it's kind of my kind of girl. <laughs> At least, I mean, if you're going to play that villain role, go all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and go for it. <laughs> then at the end, she cries and says that her little brother is no longer homeless, and it's because he watched the show. It's because and... of The Bachelor. Right, because that's what happened. He watched her on The Bachelor and said, boy, that's somebody that I want to spend more time with. <laughs> I, I got to get home to Crystal right well, I away. I thought she was going to say, like, he watched the show and told me that he wasn't proud of, like, Oh, who I was, yeah. But it wasn't that. No, nope. it, was, yeah. it was just that it brought their family back together. The Bachelors finally brought a family together. That's nice. All right. Cien goes to the hot seat next. Um, she says that she could see watching the show back that the other relationships had progressed further and she felt okay with the way it ended because uh, she really didn't feel like she would have ended up with him in the end. Very mature, yeah. Cien. Yeah, very mature. Cien for Bachelorette. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, and uh, Harrison was basically like, you're amazing. How do men handle it? How are men not intimidated by the fact that you went to Yale? They are. It's true. Ari was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what is, I, I didn't have that much about yeah, it, except, no, again, nothing. CN's great. Um, yeah, she's too good for Ari. Too classy for the show. Yes, yeah. All right, Becca goes to the hot seat again. We get, you know, just a bunch of commentary on her age. Um, do you think that her earrings were crows that Kindle taxidermied? That's my real question. Did you notice them? They were large they and were feathery large and, and black. black. Yeah. I did notice them. It's quite possible that this is jewelry that Kendall made for her. Maybe. Yeah. Might have been some jewelry that she made when she was on that <laughs> farm in Humboldt County. On the marijuana farm. Yeah. Uh, he does make her explain that story. He seems apologetic that she felt... Like the show was kind of putting her out there as immature. And then he makes her call her mom. Sure, right. That, <laughs> that's going to undo the whole immaturity thing. Whole immaturity charge. Um, Tia goes into the hot seat. Um, she says she was mad at herself for the reaction that she had when Ari got rid of her. Um, that she was angry that she had felt like she wasn't good enough or that she did something wrong. But that the fact that he couldn't give um, her an explanation really bothered her. And I actually want to say, I don't think this has ever happened. But Harrison is like, well, 
I don't know if this makes it better or worse, but uh, when Ari came back inside after saying goodbye, apparently Ari told Chris Harrison that he really wasn't sure whether if he was making a mistake or not. Ah, so he was yeah, like questioning yeah. the fact mm-hmm. that he got rid of her. And she said, that's gut-wrenching. Like, no, Harrison, of course that doesn't make it better. Right. How would that make it better? Right. Yeah. We, it's like the job telling you, we <coughs> almost hired you. If it makes you feel any better, we didn't hire you, right. but we almost did. Yeah. It's like yeah, when thanks. I get rejection notes from literary journals. Right. They're like, this came really close for us. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Well, yeah. Right. You, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. What else do we have? We have anything else we want to talk about from this woman tell all experience? Um, uh, what oh, was yeah. Caroline wearing? That's something I'd like to talk about. <laughs> oh, right. Her, she was, it was uh, a little, who's the woman on side? Yeah, now? yeah. What, Sue Ann, maybe? Ann. Yeah. Sue Ellen Miskey, is that yeah. it? Yeah. She's wearing a black bra and a white, like, power blazer. <laughs> Don't you think that Hillary should have worn more things like that on the campaign trail? <laughs> sort of taking the women's power suit into the 21st generation or 21st century. Um, Ari comes on the show. He says to Tia that he just had feelings that were farther along for Kendall than what he felt for Tia. You can tell that Tia is really, I don't know, like it seems still like it's still is very raw, raw for yeah. her. She seems awkward when he walks in. She mm-hmm. gives him a really awkward little like wave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Then Ari says, I almost picked you if that makes you feel any yeah. better. This almost could have been you engaged to me right now. Oh, he says that Becca was, quote, too big of a risk. Um, and he also said, which I thought was interesting, uh, that, you know, when a lot of people take on the role of Bachelor, and they come to the end and say that they wouldn't do anything differently because everything ended up the way it should. And he says if he could rewind and go back, he'd do a lot of things differently. Yeah. Which I liked the the honesty. Caroline loses her shit. Yes, she loses her mind. She says, so Caroline, who to my knowledge, like none of us really... Sure. I, I actually really liked her because I think... Um, I want to say that she had something in her profile about how like... If she could have dinner with anyone, I think that one of the people was Joe Biden. And she, uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I just liked her. I thought she was pretty. Um, but she got cut, you know, fairly early on. Wouldn't have thought that she would have been a big presence in the women tell Sure. All. Oh, but she was. Oh, she is. Because yeah. she says, this whole time you've said that you're here because you were trying to find a wife. I know what you did. And I don't know how you could do that. I really hope you found what you're looking for. And Ari says, oh, well, uh, I think that'll play out in weeks to come. He's just like, (laughs) God, stop talking. She says, you don't have to answer me, but I need to say it. Yeah. So he obviously does some sort of fucking shit that's beyond just. Right. Beyond just cutting women in the normal bachelor Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. No. um, And how Caroline knows this. She seems to have some secret intel. Well, there were pictures all on Instagram of like. These ladies are my ride or die. Like, she's gotten... And it's Becca. So the general internet consensus is that he screws Becca over. Wait, it's Becca that's still on the show? Yes. With Caroline? Okay. Because it's a bunch of pictures of, like, Becca and 
like Tia's on there, but uh-huh. of all of the people who are still on the show, it's I think that she's friends with Becky. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, we'll she's gonna now. Boy, whew, it's gonna be three hours of finale next week. We'll get to find out if I don't fall asleep. Uh, although to that note, Harrison says tune in because. You don't want to be the only person in America who doesn't see how this goes. The only one. Yeah. That that would suck. (laughs) This show is watched by 370 million people. All right. Um, Should we switch gears? Yeah. Let's switch gears all the way. Yeah. And go to Peru, everybody. Peru, I believe it's Peru. That's how you say it. Yeah. It's good to know. We've got a legitimate. Sorry, he's ready to put the P in Peru. (laughs) He's a real pea hound. (laughs) Peru hound, that is. Uh, (laughs) Here we go. So uh, in Peru, (laughs) it's where the desert meets the ocean like one endless beach. Sorry, notes that there are so many different types of landscapes. (laughs) I feel like Ari has now become just... A total caricature in my mind. So right. even when he's saying stuff that isn't that stupid, it sounds really stupid to well, me. Well, I have to say, jumping back for a minute to the women tell all, I felt like he had more personality and like in the bloopers and stuff. Yeah, I know. You know, was, yeah, his little mamps. Yeah, I, I like just, that. I don't understand why. It seems like they've edited any personality out of him I in know. a weird for a weird reason. Yeah, you know, I don't know why either. And that sometimes happens. Like, I feel like that, I felt that way a little bit about, like, Nick Vial. It's interesting. I don't feel like they did that with Rachel, you know? Right. I think they yeah. let her, like, really shine through. Right. I don't know. I feel, I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, you hear me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, our first date in Peru is uh, Kendall and Ari riding dune buggies, which immediately made everyone in the audience think of the presidency of the United States of America's dune buggy. I know that you were thinking of it just like I was. I'm surprised they didn't play it over the credits or over the uh, montage of them driving and kissing in the dune buggy. I just feel sorry for you when you try to act like you got to listen to cool music. Like... Hey, everybody uh, remember Presidents of the United States of America? Kind of a deep cut. Hashtag Nirvana. <laughs> Am I right, everybody? <laughs> Grunge. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know this, but Ryan grew up in the late 90s in Seattle. I was basically ground zero of the grunge scene. You should have seen me. And yet... <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out at all the clubs. What was the album that your dad smashed on the rock? Or smashed with a rock? With a rock. Maybe on a rock as well. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic. So I'm feeling like you weren't really allowed to listen to... I'm sorry, what was it? The Presidents of the United States of America? Yeah. yeah. Were you allowed to listen sure, to Sure, yeah. Really? Yeah. I doubt that. <laughs> you know, actually, you're right. I've never heard a President of the United States of America song. I mean, as it turns out, yeah. I can't recall you ever. Uh... <laughs> ever jamming. <laughs> right. I never put them on. It's weird. <laughs> I just feel like it's okay. You weren't. You weren't allowed to listen to uh... to music. Well, tech- it's like I grew up in the Footloose you, town. Tech- yeah. Well, I mean, yes, except it was Seattle. Pretty much, and yeah. It was like your in basement. the late nineties, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Ryan was not allowed to go to prom. So then he had to go with his cousin. And then he had to lie about it to his grandmother because they weren't y'all weren't allowed to dance. Am I right? That is correct. Uh, well, okay. my grandmother did not approve of dancing. Yeah. That's not the same thing as not being That's allowed to dance. That's literally the footloose <laughs> Your grandmother was... What's his face in Footloose? John Lithgow. John Lithgow. <laughs> She's always been a bit of a John Lithgow type. Yeah. Um, boy. Rest, rest in peace. <laughs> my, my grandmother, right? Not yeah, not John, John Lithgow. Lithgow. He's, I yeah. just didn't want to confuse our the, our listeners. John Lithgow is, as of this recording, alive. How but... do you think your grandma would feel about this podcast? Pretty good? Oh, she'd love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Faye would love this podcast. Uh, anyway, yes, they're listening to a song. Ryan got in a, a cool reference. It's... Do you think that <laughs> listening to that music makes you so cool? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That was actually part of the initial joke that's now been <laughs> long lost. But anyways... Um, Kendall loves adrenaline things. So can we talk about how... Here, are you ready for this? This is a joke, gang, that I had to get permission for. Okay, let's hear it. Um, Well, now I feel like I've given it too much. It's not that funny. So when Oh, it sounds like it's going to be pretty funny. (laughs) No, it's really not. It just struck when Ari was... So when Kendall shows up, Ari's Uh just like in the middle of the desert, right? Like standing there. Yeah. You know what he looked like to me? What? You standing on the street after you got your vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably going to need more uh, more, more context because they yeah. like doped you up right. and gave you all these drugs. And for the listener at home, I think I think you like thought that you were fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I had gone to pick up our son at pre K preschool and came back, and Ryan was just like hanging out on the street <laughs> corner. And I feel like that's what Ari looked like to me. Like yeah. a little bit lost, a little bit mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. And Ari a did wounded. ask. I bet you right, a little bit emasculated. <laughs> I bet you're wondering what we're doing here today is both what I asked you and <laughs> what Ari said to Kendall. Um, now, what I really want to point out, mm-hmm. uh, you know what dune bugging is like? Love. A relationship. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's ups and downs. It's scary, but... But also oh, exciting. So exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good metaphor. I've never ridden Ari. in a dune buggy. No, me neither. But you know what you should do when you ride in a dune buggy is listen kiss. Listen to dune buggy. Well, listen to dune buggy and kiss the person That's that you're riding with. That's why they had with. to get that awkward driver so that they could just make out. Right, kiss over their bandanas <laughs> <laughs> so they don't get sand in their mouths. Um, Kendall says openly that she still has a lot that she needs to figure out. That if Ari proposed that day, she would probably say no, even though she knows that Lauren B. and Becca would probably say yes. That's okay, Kendall. I feel like you're... Right. Again, you're a normal human being. Um, she, though she does say that she feels like Ari is her best friend. Really? That's actually more sad to me than feeling like you're ready to marry someone. Agreed. Because I can see how you get caught up in the excitement and right. the lust. I'm sorry, Ari is not your best friend. Right. And uh, if he is, Ping. it's only because your other best friend is a taxidermied <laughs> duck named Ping. And even then, how dare you disrespect <laughs> Ping like that? I like Kendall, but she cray. Well, I mean, they're all cray. I mean, that's we, we know that. Um, I want to get to a comment that she made that was really interesting in their dinner. 
Oh, Sorry. can I just say one more thing that she says on the day date? Please. Which is that she wants to make sure that Ari isn't dating her because she likes taxidermy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's dating you in spite of that. <laughs> That's every man's dream. Yeah, I'm only dating her for the free taxidermy. I missed that comment somehow, but yeah, that's... I'm going to go ahead and say you're safe on I can that give one. it context. She said she wanted to make sure that he wasn't just dating her because she likes taxidermy and because she's quirky. So yeah. I think she was like lumping it all in with the like, ooh, fun, quirky yeah, crystal. Yeah. But the initial quote on our subtitles was just... I want to make sure he's not just dating me because he likes tax because I like taxidermy. Well, I'll say this actually what I was going to say ties right in, so we're really piggybacking off each other. We've really got a great synergy You're really into going this on tonight. Theme yes, tonight. I am. This is number um, that's two. Well, I'm just saying it's it keeps happening. No, so piggyback um, by all means. I will. Um, she talks about how she had a problem in her past of being a novelty, sort of being this quirky girl. I was wondering if she gets cast into the uh, magic pixie dream girl role at 100 by people yeah, yeah absolutely that's what it seemed like to me was going on um so. and i could see that that like she's beautiful and and she is weird right i mean we've talked about that before if kindle was a uggo people would be like jesus christ right a weirdo who likes taxidermy but because she's this beautiful blonde Suddenly, it's enchanting that she spends her free time stuffing dead animals. Well, but also, she's safe weird. You know, like, mm-hmm. she's not genuinely weird. Yeah, you think that until she murders you. And, and stuffs your body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Shout out to our friend Katie, who had an idea that Kendall goes on as Bachelorette, and the whole thing is just uh, taxidermied men. Oh, yeah, I like that. Who's mm-hmm. she going to choose? Yeah. <laughs> You have to watch and find out. <laughs> Wait for the fantasy suites. Alternate idea. Okay. That it's uh, the most dangerous game type oh, situation. Oh, yeah. So I like Kendall that. So Kendall gets to off them. Yes. The last one alive is the one that she, she marries. Yeah, and she stops yeah, them. That's good. I like that. And, and then, I like a giant hunting launch. How about this, Katie? I know you're listening. With the last one alive, she either gets to decide if she wants to marry him or just kill him right and he doesn't know until right he up has to, to the go last right up to that platform that's overlooking <laughs> the ocean i like this idea yeah now you've got a show on your hands it's got like a major motion picture that's a show that legitimately all of america would watch <laughs> <laughs> okay um anyways let's uh let's move on i don't even remember where we were yeah, you were gonna say something about their oh you wanted to talk about that i got it in quote. i got it in yeah i piggybacked um that's three so now there was a callback to the nope, last that's feedback. still three okay that's four all right um <laughs> kendall ups it from i can see myself falling for you to i am falling, falling in love in with, with you, you. I'm, so i'm gonna go ahead and say that kendall was lying She's overcompensating, uh, you think? She wanted to get the D. <laughs> you know who wanted to get the D was Lauren B. Wanted to get the D. She was like, let's what? do this. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. She's well, like, sounds great. Let's go. Maybe it was because Ari said, I love you. Sure, yeah. Jesus Christ. I know. I mean, oh, we'll get the there. sociopath right. here? We'll get there, folks. Um, um, Kendall and Ari do, in fact, seem to have a magical night together. Yes. Ari says that it was wonderful. And then he asks, how you feeling after last night? To which Kendall replies, you're dirty. 
Well, I mean, did she think that his comment was like, can you walk this morning? Yeah. <laughs> because then he goes, emotionally, not physically. Right. Well, emotionally, I feel great. Physically, I mean, a little stretched yeah. out, to be honest. <laughs> Walking side to side, let's be honest. Oh, uh, and heads up to our listeners. Ryan, and apparently I as well, always get a little bit raunchy sure. in the fantasy Yeah, episode. I'm going to try to avoid some of my worst jokes. This is jokes, the but... episode that on last season you had to call my mom and apologize right for something i said and i had to to apologize to my grandma may she rest in peace and then we had to build up our reader our listeners right (laughs) plummeted after my dirty my foul jokes um i do want to hit a couple of things in the fantasy suite so did ari (laughs) boom um, that's a classy fantasy suite yeah job. there you go that'll that'll up the listenership right there racy. yeah just a little bit though also um we do have to mention in the end credits kendall makes a that's what she said yeah joke which hey yeah. good good on you kendall um but ari did a really annoying thing in the fantasy suite that i think he thought was cute where yeah, he would like been there <laughs> I haven't done this, but uh, where he will like say two words and then kiss her and then say two words and kiss. So it would be like, Ugh. I feel kiss. I can't kiss. Wait to kiss. Yeah, it was. Ugh. I know you don't like the smacking no, kissing scenes not. to begin I'm not, with. I'm not a big fan of the fantasy suite dates, to be honest. Um, I don't like the idea that there's all this stuff that happens off camera that sure. we're not privy to. Sure, right. Uh, I, don't, I just don't, I don't. To me, it's a little. You bit, want them uh, to film the whole thing. It's a little bit déclassé as well to to have this. I don't, I don't know. I don't like this idea that everybody just knows that you're out there, doing, right? Doing it yeah. in a yurt. Just <laughs> you can't come back from that, right? Rebecca. Boning in a yurt. Um, <laughs> though, according to Ari, all three of the dates they were up all night talking. Yeah. I bet you were, Ari. Is that a euphemism? I I guess that's what the kids say these days. Um, Okay, so I think we're done with Kendall and Ari is as well. Let's go ahead and go (laughs) on to Lauren B. They are going to see the Nazca lines, which Ari tells us are, quote, a series of large-scale geoglyphs carved into the ground for miles and miles. I feel like they had to have given him that on a cue card. How many times did he have to say that before he got it right? Right. (laughs) Ari, can you explain to me what a geoglyph is? (laughs) Right. Yeah, I am. I'm fine with this as long as there are no follow up questions at all. Um, they didn't even deal with the fact that these were made by ancient aliens. I mean, that's the real drama here. Take me to your leader. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to carve a bird into the ground. Like, what? aliens come to Earth and all they do is carve giant shitty artwork into some fields. Read Chariot of the Gods. No, I will It'll not. answer all of your not, questions. Sir. Bachelor is part of the conspiracy covering up the visitation of aliens to our planet uh, by that? ancient societies. 1968 bestseller about uh, visitations by aliens worldwide in ancient times. Yeah, I believe them. the author's name is Eric Von Daniget. No. We'll get him on the show. he'll tell us all about it this is going to devolve into a conspiracy podcast and an animal penis podcast very quickly i can cover the animal penis 
I'll handle the conspiracies. You cover the animal penises. We're each right in our wheelhouse. All right. Ari says of Lauren B. that there's still a wall up. Uh, He knows that with emotion comes a lot of thought. But that it has been a roadblock for them that he's having to reassure Lauren B. all the time. And that that is taking away from time that they could be just making out. I added that. Yeah, right. But that's implied. Yeah. Yes. Um, No, she... um, It's weird, too, because she sort of suggests that she has reservations. She says she has deep-rooted trust issues. Why would you go on this show? Right. It seems like a bad a bad call. It seems like a bad call for anybody to do this who's not trying to parlay their career into like an e-host. Mm-hmm. But um, it seems like an especially bad call. Shout out to you, Ali Fedotowski. We know you're listening. Yeah, what up, girl? Um, so I want to say, I mean, I go back and forth on this. Because on the one hand, I can understand Ari's frustration. On the other hand... Of course she is having reservations. Like, no shit, there's a roadblock. It's called the fact that you're dating other women. Right. And I don't and know. On I, television. I feel like he was getting a little bit, like, annoyed with her. Yeah. And, I mean, I can understand where it's coming from for her. And also, she has been dealing with this the whole time. So if you didn't like that, or if it was such right. a roadblock, like, right. cut her and right. keep Tia, who obviously has no issues. Yeah. Well, I was also in it with Ari because he said, like, later he paraphrases it and he's like, Lauren told me she just wants to give up and walk out on this. No, she didn't. Like, that's not what she said. I mean, he's being a little oversensitive about the whole situation. So, uh, but the reason why he's being so sensitive, he loves her. Well. He's in love with her. Uh Tell that to Becca. Tell that to Becca. <laughs> he Kay. did tell that to Becca. I love you. Um, so yeah, you want to get to that? Sure. Yeah. Um, he's, so Lauren says that she needs to be able to feel like she's the only girl that he sees. And she did say at times, I want to just give up. Um, and then Ari essentially says, I love you. And she's like, great. Let's right. bone. <laughs> <laughs> Which, at this point in the show, like, so I want to say that when Ben Higgins said, I love you, it was shocking. He said right. it to both of the girls on that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, I remember in, like, the internet broke. But it was because nobody had ever done it. And we all thought that there was this understood rule that you weren't allowed to. Right. Because it would show that Harrison everybody. would slit your throat. Well, yeah. yeah. And it, yes. But it would show everybody at home. Who you were going to choose. Right, so it's a spoiler. So the only way that Higgins gets around it, Higgins, uh, is by saying it to multiple girls and Ari does the same right. thing. Good point. Right, because they don't care about the emotional manipulation. It's the ruining the end of the show mm-hmm. that bothers them. And, of course, both these men get around it. Yeah, Higgins really was a barrier breaker he in a lot of ways. He took the show. a lot of glass ceilings that they had set up for The Bachelors. <laughs> he took the show in dangerous new directions, mm-hmm. much like Kendall will in that most dangerous game scenario <laughs> that you've got planned out for her. But Katie has that plan. Yeah. Well, that was your spin. But No, uh, that was Katie's idea. Oh, okay. Katie had two ideas. Oh, okay. Sorry. I want to give credit where credit give is credit due, where Katie. credit is okay. due. Mm-hmm. You have anything else to say? Oh, I do. I have something else to Can say. Can we talk about why the fuck they play How Do I yes. Live Without You? Yes. Why do they play that? I don't. So, I want to say, there was a summer <laughs> that I watched the soap opera 
It wasn't Young and the Restless. Days of Our Lives. Okay. And I don't know if they had like a deal with Leanne Rhymes. I don't know why this would happen. But it was like every time a character walked into the room, they would be like, let's see what's on the radio. And it was that song. It happened like 20 times. Uh-huh. And I feel like it was happening again in this episode. It's like, all happening again. Why are we playing this song? Well, and they never do that. No. Well, I feel like they should at least like overlay one of the shitty artists that they've played earlier right. like whatever they dance to like play something nondescript right it was really distracting it was very strange yeah um no i did want to hit on that the other thing i wanted to hit on was when ari tells lauren he loves her and she starts crying and he says don't cry i love you don't cry shop girl don't cry tom hanks oh, does it better than you ari gross. in all in every way. In every way. Yeah. He's also actually a better race car driver than Ari is, too. Fun fact. Mm. <laughs> Ari, do you also collect typewriters? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> um, all right. You want to go ahead and get to Becca? Yeah. I mean, can we else? just say that Lauren and Ari say I love you like 500 times? Yes, we can say that. Yeah, the seal yes. has been broken. Right. Uh, Lauren says I can't see him ending up with anyone else but me. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah, right. I don't know how you can't see that if there's a one in three possibility at this point, but whatever. Okay, Becca's date there in Paracas? Am I saying that right? Probably. I want to say that Ari says this is, I'm just going to say Paracas. Paracas. And she says, Paracas? Which implies that she, like, got dropped off in this city and just didn't even know the <laughs> right. name of it. She's been blindfolded yeah. And, and, yeah, dropped here in the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, they're going on a boat. I'm on a boat. Boats and hoes. <laughs> All of our normal Lemon boat cues <laughs> uh, apply here. Um, but yeah, a lot of the date does just boil down to her talking about the fact that they're on the boat. You um, won't go under because my <laughs> dick can float. I would be so impressed if Ari just like busted out. Maybe he did. Of Though uh, I'll tell you what they do bust out with is the "I'm the king of the world" yeah um, thing, which you know she mentions it's cliche, which I appreciated. Yeah, I mean it was overdone ten years ago when Michael Scott does it on the news <laughs> cruise, so it's certainly overdone now. Um, so anyways, what oh here's what's funny though, is Becca says like I love how goofy you are with me and Ari's like, I'm a goofy dude. But I think he is goofy and they've edited it out. Yeah. Like that's what I mean, it goes back to our previous comment. I think that it's to me that isn't a situation where she's like characterizing him in a way that isn't true. I just don't think we get to see right. the true Ari because right. they they want him as, like, The Bachelor. Right. There's a certain amount. It's like the skating world demands a certain kind of uh, performance from its athletes. Certain we kind of see persona. you, Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> it's not Nancy's fault. Yeah. It's the skating world's fault. It's not Ari's fault. It's The Bachelor's fault. I mean, they, I feel like they let Matt Grant be pretty They let Matt Grant be Matt Grant. Him. You oh, had such man. a big man crush on him. Such a big man crush. Still you do. What's got, this past tense? You know he just got married. I do know Did that. Did I tell you that? I cried and cried. Cried into my No pillow. one's good enough for him. 
Certainly not that uh, monkey. I, I, that was the whoa, nickname. Whoa. <laughs> that was that was her his nickname for her. They right? They called each other monkey, right? I don't remember that. <laughs> Pretty sure that's true. I feel like that's kind of bizarre that you can recall such a mundane. Like well, I feel like, like that's all that like they said. That was like ago. ten years ago. Yeah, you're right, monkey. Yeah. Shay. Shay. Yeah, Lopez was that. Yeah. One of the some actors. Anyways, we're people love this rehash of ten yeah, years it's ago. Bachelor, Bachelor deep cut. That's true. Um, all right. So what what do we care about here? All right. Um, they're on a boat. He says their relationship is the safest. He said. I mean, he just seems really sure about Becca sure. in a way that he doesn't seem about the other mm-hmm. two girls which is not to say that that's a good thing because i feel like <laughs> it's not gonna pan out n- well i mean who knows it just seems like whenever the bachelor's going on and on about the safe choice that's yeah. rarely who he chooses mm-hmm. i think right that's like someone getting really excited that they got into their safe school yeah <laughs> um which was the school that i ended up going to and you loved it i met the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are. Uh, meant to be. No. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me? That's uh, your reaction. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. That, that sounded like your reaction. No, that was your reaction. Sure. All right. He says he doesn't have doubts or questions about her. He picks over their relationship in his brain, but he just can't come up with any big issues. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true. They sure. seem... They seem like they get along. I mean, they're, you know, they pick and, pick and right up where they left off picking apples together last week. They're so. lobbing them at yeah, each other. Yeah, throwing them at each other's heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that they start to have what appears to be a mature conversation about how they would feasibly work out the long distance yeah. thing. But then Ari, so she asks, would you want me to move out right away? And he says, well, I wouldn't want you to feel pressure to move out there right away. And yet you're determined to become engaged to someone. Right. Like, I feel like he's like, I really want to propose. Like, my end goal at the end of this is a proposal. It's marriage. I want to be married. And then she's like, well, I would move out right away. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Let's not move too fast That's here. a little fast. Yeah, Becca. slow down. <laughs> slow your roll. To talk about on a totally unrelated note, oh, to not piggyback on the thing that you were talking That's about. Um, it still counts, even if you <laughs> even if I'm not doing it. Said, yeah. uh, how Becca says that Ari keeps kissing her teeth because she's smiling so she much. Said that after they after they bang. Oh, already the next day mm-hmm. that she says that. Oh, mm-hmm. huh, I had that sooner in my notes. Oh, maybe I just skipped over the whole bang experience in my notes. All right, well, we'll let's get to the banging. She does say then. that, but yeah. first they have dinner in Agrabah. <laughs> the, the Cave of Wonders rises up. <laughs> Ari darts in, steals her a jewel. Gets this is no out. ordinary lamp. <laughs> Abu is there watching him the whole time. They have crazy <laughs> monkey sex. Abu, uh, Ari learned some of his moves from Abu. Yeah. Yay. You could learn from far worse than a Sure, boy. yeah. Yeah, Jafar is not the only snake in town if you give much <laughs> rift. Um, she says that the fact that she loves him came to her one day while she was daydreaming and it just clicked. <laughs> okay, Becca. Oh. Sure. That's how it happens. Yep. He says I love you because he is Move over, Dean. There's a new fuckboy in town. <laughs> His name is Ari. 
I feel like Dean was watching this and was like, yes. Like, Yeah, well, and it seems like Dean didn't embarrass himself tremendously on Winter Games. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't watch, so I don't get the... I don't know. I know people really liked the girl that he ended up with, Leslie. Okay. Well, good. So he did well for himself. He made up for the way that he fucked over Christina. Right. The way that he's behaved in seasons past. Uh, He says that Ari now says that there's a part of him that just wants to end the show right now and propose in the sand dunes. I have to say, I have always wanted that. I know that they're not allowed to do that, but I actually think that would be so great of a twist if he was just like, fuck it, I know what I want to do. Let's do this right now. I mean, Harrison always makes a big deal about how you make the rules up as you go. You tell me what you want. You don't want a cocktail uh, party? Done. There's no way they would allow that, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, I think the the Bachelor guards would come and take the ring away. The Cave of Wonders would rise up and just swallow (laughs) swallow them whole. Well, of course, he can't do that because Neil Lane hasn't come out yet, so... Um, he says, I knew I loved you. I wanted to tell you. Afterwards, the next morning, they lay on the sand dunes, eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. And that's when she talks about him kissing her teeth. Okay. So we're back up to speed now. Yeah. Would you be pissed if your fantasy suite was a yurt? Initially, when I, when they got there, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, poor Becca. Right. what happens when you're from minnesota and they feel like they have you think anything is nice (laughs) oh my god i can't believe that we get to sleep in this tent (laughs) right on the sand um no because like one of the Uh, other ones in retrospect it did look pretty freaking cool i know and that is nice but the other one had like a built-in hot tub and stuff yeah hot tubs are played out so played i don't know i mean i guess it is a more memorable experience probably the yurt had a built-in sand pit it was quicksand. They got to jump in. <laughs> so good for a quick soak. Mm-hmm. Well, and I guess they've got to make a more memorable experience since Ari is just spent. Experience. <laughs> uh, can we talk about Ross? We need to talk Whoa. about Ross. I mean, this is... Well, first of all, I mean, we have to talk about Ross because they have been playing this up for... What feels like years. I feel like I've been seeing this clip for years. I thought that it was definitely Lauren B's ex. Yeah. Beyonce. I didn't remember even learning at any point in the show that Becca had dated the same guy for For seven seven years. years. Jeez Louise. That's a long time. I don't begrudge Ross. Uh... Yeah, this we'll talk about this. It'll be interesting to get everybody's you take. You are anti Ross. I'm anti Ross. You were firmly anti Ross. Firmly anti Ross. We yeah, and remain so. To the, I've not budged on my position. I'm not a flip flopper like John Kerry. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess let's talk this over. So, so uh, Ari gets a knock on his door. He says, first, my first thought was, what is hotel management doing here? Which is a pretty sick burn because it's subtle. I feel like. Uh, twist the knife a little bit Ari Ross just keeps saying I want to get my girl where's Ross from uh Georgia I believe he might be from Wiener people found his like Instagram and people had immediately sleuthed out who this guy is he's some sort of football the internet was decidedly either like very pro Ross or very anti-Ross no people were wanting Ross for The Bachelor which would be an interesting move I have to say oh god but anyways I mean who else do you have at this point besides Peter Peter, who's not gonna do it Kenny 
Kenny. There you go. Chris Pretty Harrison. Bull. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty boy Pitbull, Harrison, then Ross. Um, uh, Parum Pum. I mean, I could go on. <laughs> There's a whole host of gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Um, so Ross tells. I um, want to get my girl. Ross tells Ari that he's come here for Becca. Here's what annoyed me. He kept saying, and I keep saying that quote, but it's because it's what he kept saying, that he wants to, quote unquote, get her. She's not yours. Well, that's why I'm anti-Ross. Yeah. That's exactly why I'm anti-Ross. He's acting like she's been kidnapped by a cult. Right. And he came here to, like, deprogram her. And I thought it was, I mean... So, well, we'll get to this because Becca said something really astute after he shows up at her. So first he goes to Ari and Ari says, ironically, as someone who has just slept with three women back to back and, you know, told two of them, I love you. He says it's just the unclassiest thing for Ross the to The unclassiest show thing ever. And then he calls him a fucking nerd. I loved that. Ouch, that actually, Ari. that actually was great. Um... <laughs> As someone who's been called a fucking nerd on many an occasion, I did appreciate that, Ari. Um, and he said he does, uh, he has fucking huge fucking balls or he's fucking crazy. He also kept saying, I would have sw- swum here if I had to. I would have swam. I would have swum. Here. You don't have to, dude. That's why you flew there. Like, right. Actually, oh, dude, go ahead. Have? Yeah. Go ahead and swim and there. And you know what? Yeah. Trump would have run into that building and stopped that right. gunman. Right. Like, great. Tell us everything that you would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, let's get to it. You know, you could have done this when they were in Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you flew all the way to Peru for this. Well, I mean, I guess. I'm going to guess that it was on The Bachelor's. Oh, absolutely. Like, how freaking pissed is. Are the girls who had to go on a date in Fort Lauderdale, but Ross gets to go to Peru. Yeah. Some people went bowling so that Ross could fly to Peru, presumably first class. If you're on that show at any point, once they get going on like the really great worldly dates. Yeah. You make a big stink about how you really feel like you messed up your shot with him. Yeah. You're still in love. Yeah. I just need to, I really need to get it off my chest. Boom. Producers fly you out where Yeah. Going. Yeah. I absolutely must go to Tuscany to get yeah. him back. <laughs> First class, please. Um, yeah. So Ross then goes to knock on Becca's door Imagine oh, well, because oh. he says, so Ari basically is like, I can't speak for Becca. Right, right. Like, I guess go talk to her. Yeah. Like, we've, you know, we, he says, you know, we've said I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ross goes and knocks on Becca's sure. door. Well, and I have to say, oh, um, and, and Ari does say, like, I need to know that you'll respect our relationship moving forward if Becca, like, shuts you down. Um I have to say, you, I mean, Becca must have been genuinely surprised. Like, I can't imagine a more surprising situation than being in Peru and having your ex show up. But she isn't because she says, I knew you were going to do this, honestly. Well, but she says, like, this is so you. Like, yeah. You know, like that there's a. So I feel like she's surprised a little bit, but honestly, I don't feel like she's that shocked. It seems like it's in character for this guy. Well, one of the reasons I was anti Ross is I get the impression from the very little backstory we get is that he fucks up a bunch. We were on the 
And then he does big things yeah. like this she to says, try. You live your life like you're in a movie. <laughs> now that is rich from a girl who's finding love on a TV show, <laughs> but whatever. But still, like she was like, you don't even know me. Like you don't right. know what, what my life is. Our relationship was shit when it ended. Yeah. And yet you want this big grand moment. Right. And that's what it is. Because he says like, I just thought maybe you'd feel the same way. And she's like, no, you dumb idiot. Ross. Right. Like, no, I don't feel the same way. Right. And then he's like, well, well I feel like an absolute fool for coming here. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah. See, I'm bringing you around to the anti-Ross camp. No, I mean, by the end of it. I did feel sorry for him because he's like dressed in that suit and he looks really sweaty and he's gotten her flowers. And These I feel are your like flowers. Becca isn't even, she's just like not having any of it, you know? That's, I mean, that's her right. I think that it's totally uncalled for to do something like this. I it don't is. think that it's cute. I don't think that it's romantic. Well, here's the other thing it would be romantic. If it seemed like it was actually warranted. Right. You know? Right. Like if there was really that, unfinished business yeah, between them. Yeah, I think that's them. so telling about her reaction, which was just like, oh, this fucking guy. Right. You know? Like, I could see if... Because there have been contestants who have left because they still had unresolved sure. feelings for previous relationships. And that, I think... You know, it happens. Right. But this... She does not. It's not going to happen with Ross. Yeah. Well, and we, you have to see, too, that, like... He didn't do this because he had this realization that he loved her. He did this because he, like, was jealous that yes, she was going to exactly. move on. You know, and yep. so... You don't want to be with me. You just don't want me to be with anybody exactly. else. Exactly. Yep. Um, I did like how Ross threw, th- threw some shade at Ari and was like... I told that guy the same thing. <laughs> like you can't even learn Ari's name. I did. I did really like that. And of course, Becca was pissed because she was like, "You went and talked to him." He's like, "Yeah, I told the guy." Well, he also he seemed to have zero idea how this program works, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, it's funny as to be someone who podcasts this show every week yeah. to see someone who just like does not He's understand. Like, then I got told that it would maybe end in a proposal. <laughs> Haven't you been listening to our show, Ross? Come on, Ross. Um, yeah, she shoots him down. Ross leaves. We're at the rose ceremony. He pulls Kendall again, and this time it's just to cut her and not in a cruel way. Yeah, good. Which was good a good move, move. Yeah. at this point, sure. Yeah, agreed. And to be fair, Kendall seems more than anything just relieved. Sure, right. Like, yep. This... She's like, whew, dodged a bullet with this guy. I got <laughs> I got laid now I can go home. Yeah. That was ex- her exact words. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Peru. <laughs> uh yeah, we'll who we'll get it's the like end 12 of it next hours week. of like finale next finale. week. Yeah. yeah. And uh I know everybody in America is going to be watching it. Who's going to be driving our ambulances and flying <laughs> our airplanes? I mean, everyone's going to be watching this. You don't want to be the one person who's not. <laughs> All right, well, you and I and the rest of America will be there, so we'll talk to you then. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.